Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void or prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this New Year's Eve special of the final score. The Giants just scored, making it 22-24. to 24. They're going for two, which we should have done last time. And snap the ball, rolls out, two points, game tied, 24-24. Oh, man, are we going to overtime again, or can Kirk and the Vikings pull this out in the final two minutes? We'll find out. We have, uh, you can hear screaming in the background. That is from Flip's place. He's got family over, and they are watching the game as well. I don't know if they have it live, though. Duh. Frustrating. Ooh, just missed. Patrick Peterson just missed deflecting that ball. But it's 24-24. We're about to hit the two-minute warning. We have one. We're at two one on my clock that I'm seeing. They keep showing replays. I'm tired of the replays. Let's do the kickoff and get this thing going. Yes, yes, yes. How are you all feeling today? Is this crazy or not? We didn't want another close game, and this is ah. What did you think of the first half? Did you like what you saw from the defense? Or did you not like what you saw from the defense? Those things are going to be some of the things we are asking live today. I see 12 people watching, but no comments yet. Feel free. It's kickoff. He's going to blast over Kenny's head. Kenny's going to get dejected and walk off like he has all game. He's a little frustrated. Got that. Come on, are they going to start the clock at any point in time? The clock should have started off with that kick. We should be in a two-minute mark. Not 201, but oh. Unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable. This is crazy. Absolutely crazy. All right, 201. Snap to Cousins coming up. The ball's on a 25. Schlopman gets ready to hike it to Cousins in the shotgun. And we're watching. Boom. Snaps back. Cousins looks. Throws it. Zips it through Justin Jefferson's hand. We are now at the two-minute warning, and I'm hitting the roll in. Come join us, everybody. We're inside two minutes. Win or lose. Join us on Climbing the Pockets, the final score.
we're back out of the rolling. There's commercials on the TV. I need to turn that volume down just a bit. And uh, here we go. As you can see, to your viewers left, we have the great Me. and wonderful Flip Mozzie. Merry Christmas, everyone. It's Thank a heart you. attack game you knew was going to happen. <laughs> I'm behind, so I'm not going to say that much. Yes. Hey, I'm game's here for time. emotional support. <laughs> hey, well, what you drinking? Little holiday cheer? The Kirk Cousins experience. <laughs> there he goes back to his TV. Not that there's anything on except for commercials. Yep, get a double whopper, double drinks, double fries. Not that Burger King's sponsoring this show, but if they'd like to, we very much welcome it. So, what have you all thought of so far? Especially in that first half that just drove us all crazy. It is technically a comeback win if we hold out and win. It'll be another. It's another one-score game, obviously. That's all. That's all we got to do, Dan. Uh, we've got to do it in this two minutes because we can't go to overtime. You want to know why there, Flip? Why? Because I'm in Texas. They will cut this broadcast off and go to the Dallas game. Okay, well, in that case, everybody's going to see my live reaction. Because <laughs> then I won't be behind you. All right. Cousins takes it's a win-win. Throws it to Hawkinson, gets one yard. Come on. Minute 48 left. Third down, third and nine. Time to dial it up. You know the blitz is coming. The Giants have been running it all day long with great effect, unfortunately. Let's see how this goes. Everybody's looking, 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 looking. Where's it coming from? All right, we get the snap here shortly. Boom, snap, drop back. Blitz is coming. He gets it off, throws it. Completion to Justin Jefferson, the greatest, most likely the future greatest wide receiver in NFL history. Just caught another one. He's got to be well over 100 yards right now. Uh, G-Mac, who thought we'd blow him out? LOL. I was hoping for it, G-Mac, buddy. Boy, was I hoping for it. That was a great way to come back to the ball there, J.J. Yes, Clifford, J.J. got the first down. We got another pass. This one off to, is that Maddie or Cook? Cook for about six. A center screen. Here we go. The ball is moving. And we see on the sidelines, G-Money starting to warm up. The ball is at the Vikings. 48. Snap. Cousins back. Moves around. Sack. Oh. This is not what we wanted. Not what we wanted. Third down. You got to be kidding me. Yes, Clifford, I would very much like to see JJ for MVP. Yes, I would. And you can hear what's going on in the background. I'll mute that real quick. And here we go. I hope that's a highlight, not an interception. Yeah, that's a highlight. Okay. Oh, this, this is going to kill us. Absolutely kill us. 
Looks like it's going to OT. No, I don't want to go to OT, Clifford, because the Dallas game's on next, and they will cut it from my broadcast if that's the case. No, no, no. I want the Vikings to win now. Uh, Tip Zimmer like clock managing. Oh, I hope not. Hope not. We've been better this year with clock management. Uh, KOC hasn't been fantastic, but he has been better. All right, here we go. Snap. Kirk back. Throws a short wide receiver screen to Justin Jefferson. He gets the touchdown. The ball is on the Giants. 42-yard line. There is seven seconds left in the game. Six, five, spike. Four seconds left. We are just outside of field goal range. Oh, what a decision, what a decision, what a decision. Or are they going to bring Joseph out? Here comes Joseph. Four seconds left in the game, and he's going to try to boom this baby through. Oh, GMAC, you haven't been able to watch. Titans, sorry about your luck there, buddy. Greg Joseph is on. He is trying a game-winning field goal, which will give most in the franchise's history. This is a 61-yard attempt. Can he hit it? Oh, we knew he was doing it in preseason, but it was warm then. However, it's 72 degrees and beautiful inside that stadium. So let's see if he can hit it. Oh, everybody's heart's going. Kirk's yelling at coaches on the sideline. Oh, the Giants' sideline looks a little dejected. Let's go. Officially 61 yards for the win. Yes, Steve. Let's hope he can get it. And, of course, probably timeout because I don't have the volume on. And uh, going to slideshow. Seven fourth quarter comebacks for Kirk Cousins. This could be number eight. Can Greg redeem himself? He will if he makes this. And no, you can't really blame him if he doesn't. Not for a 61-yarder. All right. Everything's lined up. Play clock's winding down. It's on the right hash. Snapped, down, kick is away. And it's good! The Vikings win! The Vikings win! Woohoo! No more time on the clock! Game winning field goal from 61 yards! Boom! G money! Gotta love that! Gotta love that! Skull Vikings! Happy Christmas Eve, everybody! Your Minnesota Vikings come down! With the remarkable come-from-behind win again. Gotta love it. And Joseph, 61 yards. From the right hash, straight down the middle. And it may have been able to go 62 or 63. (laughs) Gotta love it. And there you see KOC raising his arms, pumping his fists. Who says he's not an emotional coach? Gotta love it. Oh, awesome. Vikings win, Vikings win. They are now 12-3. and three. Michael says the kicker curse is over. I wouldn't go that far, but I'm happy right now. Todd, yes, this team. Clifford, yeah, Mary, it's a win. Finally a 60-yarder. Yes, Clifford, you got that right. Finally a 60-yarder. GMAC takes it back. Greg the leg. <laughs> Mary Skolmus. There, Michael. 
Ha, win. <laughs> yes, GMAC, Cardiacs keep, Cardiacs keep coming and the Vikings keep winning. 12 and 3. That is amazing. After that game, wow. Just wow. That's, uh, I'm waiting for uh, Flip to join me momentarily. I'll turn back on his volume because he may not be caught up. Um, <laughs> time for the celebratory beer. I'm drinking a little whiskey with a cocktail. Uh, we have, <laughs> yes, the team's going to kill us all. Change the narrative. Yes, you call out a change the narrative, Dan? Do you think the Vikings have changed the narrative, especially from last season? Yeah, I was not absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Now, we'll flip over to the box scores real quick, see how this team did. Well, Flip, is your heart beating? All my Vikings fans, on Christmas Eve, 27 to 24, GMAC 72, Clifford, Dan Henneman, Chris Dodson, let me get those W's in the chat. Give me those W's in the chat if you're with us on Christmas Eve after that routine Minnesota Vikings win. It's the winner whiteout, 27 to 24. Justin Jefferson making it happen late. Key block punt. Key interception. Gritty game by the defense. Wow, y'all. Here we go again. Here uh-huh. we go again. Another Festivus miracle. <laughs> I love that one, GMAC. It was, it was something. Vikings had a grand total of uh, 353 yards versus the Giants, 445. Hmm. Didn't see that one coming. Uh, but the defense was the defense, unfortunately, and we know how that goes this year. Uh, it was a heart-stopping game. I knew it was going to happen this way when we didn't come out in the first half the way we normally liked. It was just too close, and we knew we were going to have another close game. It drives us crazy. But it makes for a merrier Merry Christmas. A 61-yard field goal from the kicker that we just don't trust. Mm -hmm. They weren't even going to send him out on that field to make that kick. The guy's, what, 5 for 9 from 50-plus this year. He's now 6 for 10. But they didn't have a choice. Four seconds left in the game. If he misses, it's going to overtime, but he didn't miss. So it's the 12th win of the season. I'm going to keep on saying that number. 12 wins, the 12th day of Christmas. Let's go, Skull Vikes. Yeah, Skull Vikings. Um, is it still wrong, yeah, do. Ryan, saying is How it does still show wrong? Did I expect things not to go well when we're trying to make a few? No, it's not wrong, <laughs> Ryan. No, it's ingrained in us. That is normal. That is uh, uh, the Vikings. Uh, uh, Clifford likes the whiteout. Do you think they should do the whiteout again next year? Last time we did, uh, we wore all white. We lost to the Eagles pretty, pretty but emphatically. That was the away game, if I remember. But home game, the Minnesota Vikings need to wear purple. 
I'm not about the whiteout. They, yeah. I, I do like the look, but I think it's a road look. Just wear your purple. I like that primetime purple look. I even like it when they go all purple like they did against the playoffs in the Saints mm-hmm. a couple years ago. We are the comeback kings, no matter what we're wearing. I will yeah. say you do look good in that white right now, Dave, with hey. that Santa hat on. Brand Gotta new shirt. To had to buy it because I had no white shirts, and it and it goes well with the hat. So it's uh, we've got our Christmas Eve Woo. wish for today. Vikings win, Vikings win. Now I've got to uh, uncomfortably cheer for, I think, Dallas because it gives us the better chance to get that one seed. Let's see what happens then. But let's go through some of the the numbers of the game. No, we got highlights. All right, let's start with highlights. What's your highlight? 61-yarder, baby. We haven't seen that in forever. Gotta love it. To win the game, he gets iced and then nails it. That is definitely a highlight of the game. Yeah, he hasn't missed a kick in in two weeks now. Maybe since week eight, he has not missed a kick. No, that can't be right. It's that no, right. I want to say it's week eight. He hasn't missed field goal week 10. He hasn't missed an extra point. He hasn't missed an extra point since week 10. I think that's what I got here. I even got the slides. I don't, tr- I, I don't, I don't trust the guy. I don't trust the guy. No, 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 no. It My is, highlight, you know, you know, a part of me wants to give it to TJ Hawkinson mm-hmm. after that early drop. Um, very concerned about his hands, but he came back, had a big day. I think it was 10 catches, 99 yards. I'm sorry, Ryan, if you think I'm jinxing Greg Joseph, but you didn't think he was making that kick either. TJ Hawkinson had a great bounce, bounce back game, five game winning field goals for Greg Joseph. I love that stat. Thank you for throwing it out there in the comments. I do want to give a shout out to just all the purple faithful who had to, I've been saying it all year. Y'all had to watch this game with your family all around, looking at you, staring at you. I had my (laughs) wondering what's wrong with you. (laughs) Nieces and nephews trying to steal the football from me. I'm like, we got to, you can hold the ball if we win this game, if you're cheering for the Vikings. So we got rooms full of Vikings fans who just saw a thrilling game on Christmas Eve. I hope mm-hmm. y'all get to enjoy family, friends, and loved ones. Greg Joseph, let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's see if this pops up in the right spot. But there you go. Greg Joseph's coming into this game. 11. Hasn't oh. missed a PAT since week 10. Hasn't missed a field goal since week 8. Wow. Wow. I stand corrected. Y'all are right. Y'all are smarter than me. Need to get some of these fans up on the show. Mm-hmm. C- Yes, we do. I'm just here um, drinking whiskey now. Any lowlights of the game? Oh, you know, it's hard to say at first. I don't. I didn't see the Kirk Cousins stat line. Um, the Kirk Cousins experience is very difficult at times. I know he didn't get credited with any interceptions. They both called got called back, but those were both terrible throws, and. The pocket presence, watching that young number eight in blue move around the pocket, scramble compared to our number eight in white, who just freezes there. It's like he doesn't even expect the pressure to come. 
And then all of a sudden it's there, it's on him. I just wish he had a little bit more mobility and the accuracy. I mean, definitely a step down from the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. But overall, I think Kirk was not happy with his performance through three quarters today. And a lot of people are going to say the defense, but I thought the defense just gritted and grinded when the offense wasn't doing much today. Uh, now, Kirk was off on some throws. His final stats were 34 for 48, 299 yards, three touchdowns. He took four sacks. Uh, they were blitzing, obviously, all day long. He could have he could have escaped two of them. That's uh, just my personal Link opinion. Martindale was, had the pressure coming. The defense, at least in that first, not the first drive, but you know, in that middle portion of the game, looked like the same old defense. They did have a couple extra blitzes, which helped. They got one three and out because they blitzed twice in a row. Um, coverage is still not great. Wish it was better. But they did grit some of the stuff out, and they held, held them to 24 points, which is way too many points. You would want at least 17. So I, I'm, I'm not liking either, but they stuck to it, and they pulled this game out again. And there is something to that. There's something about the confidence it builds, something about the belief in themselves that even if they get down or don't play perfectly, they can win and pull out these games. This was against a playoff quality team. The Giants should make the playoffs. Now, it was a little close for comfort, way too little close for comfort, but they pulled it out. And it shows the importance of Ready. getting at least the two seed, holding on to that. If not, hopefully hoping for the Eagles to implode and we can grab the one because the more games we play at home in U.S. Bank Stadium, the better. And it does well. And this ends up the nine home games. Uh, Kevin O'Connell finishes 8-1 and one at home in his first season. Not bad. Not bad at all. Eight and, eight and heart attack at home. <laughs> you know, we don't need to, re- 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 you know, repeat our defense argument. I think I just, my expectations are so low, even against Daniel Jones. If you remember Andy Dalton going off against his Jeep defense, Mike White, Cameron and and Cameron Dantzler is injured. He's out. You know, we lost all those players in the secondary. I look at the situations. I look mm-hmm. at the players. Brian Asamoa forcing that fumble, recovering oh, that fumble. He was playing well. Pat, I love Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson looked outmatched against a receiver he should not have been outmatched in the blue eighteen, Isaiah Hodgins. But then, who gets the last laugh? Patrick Peterson gets the last laugh with that interception. Right. And then you look at that four, that fourth and two play, you know, we're up by four. We go for it on fourth and two. Don't get it. And the defense is able to hold them to a field goal on a short field. So I think in situations they may, you know, it may be a little too bend don't break for what we're going to, the, the level of competition we're going to go against in the playoffs. But you, you got to, just again, they come back every drive, regardless of the offense, who should be flying. Offense should be flying. Mm-hmm. And, 
and they're not. The defense sticks around. Uh, Noir Tezerak says, let's skull. I love your handle there, Noir. It's one of my favorite art slash photography styles and film for that matter. Freddie well, Hunter, two you know, sacks today, baby. He, Daniil Hunter, you want to talk about a highlight? Daniil, Daniil Hunter, Hunter yes. was playing today. He was close all the time, getting all sorts of pressures, and he was hot. A uh, friend of the show, Luke Brown, said if we had better coverage, Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith would have 50 sacks this season. Uh <laughs> It would be nice, but hey, hey, hey. Um, speaking of which, let's go over some of the highlights. Dalvin Cook. Well, and you just I got it. I got to celebrate Christmas. I I got to celebrate Christmas. So I really appreciate y'all being on. It's special to spend a little bit of the holiday season with you. Like I said before, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Going to run to the family, but Dave. What a great season it's been. It's a roller coaster, and we'll be back in seven days on New Year's Day. Eight days? Is that how the map works? I don't know. Yeah. It's the holiday season, and the good times are going to continue for the Minnesota Vikings. So y'all have a good holiday. See you, Flip. You Merry Christmas from my family to yours, and uh, may you have a good one. And uh, we're going to keep this rolling for a little bit because I want to go through all, all, the, all the stuff. All right, W. Uh, w. All right, I'm back, and uh, we'll go through the the stats real quick. Dalvin Cook had was 14 carries for 64 yards, not bad. Alexander Madison four for 17 in the running game. JJ had 12 receptions for 133 yards. He has set a new Vikings record. TJ Hawkinson had his biggest day of the year so far with. 13 receptions, 109 yards, and two touchdowns for TJ. KJ had three for 17. Uh, Johnny Mutt had one, Dalvin three. Adam Thielen had one for six, and that was like 10 seconds into the game. And then CJ Ham even got one. So everybody got a reception. It was like a reception for you, a reception for me. Let's pass them around. Uh, Brian Asamoah had the one fumble. Brian Asamoah, I thought, played well. Eric Kendricks led the team in tackles with 10. Jordan Hicks tied with 10. Duke Shelley with 9. You've got to give it to the Duke. He played well. I think that I saw there was only like one play all day that I noticed he was out of position. That was it. And he was making key play after key play after key play. And we're going to go back because we've got another guest. Perfect timing as usual. And let me move this out of the way real quick. Pick the camera. There we go. The real Forno, Tyler Fornis, joins us after this game. What did you think, buddy? Dave, I apologize. I don't have much time. I, I got it. a lot of stuff happening behind me. But let me tell you, this game was one that the Vikings will look back at and realize there's a lot of missed opportunities. There were times in this game where they could have really put the Giants away. 
And I'm, I was very disappointed in how Ed Donatel finished this game, Dave, because the first half he was cooking, he was doing a lot of different things. He was being creative. And then in the second half, where was that? It felt like they were back to their normal quarters, quarter, quarter, half, cover two defense, something that is commonly referred to as shell. And they were getting stuff in consistently in the middle of the field. There's a reason why Patrick Peterson was beat on that double move by Isaiah Hodgins because they weren't protecting the middle of the field and they kept running those kind of routes and it baited him. It makes some sense. What's really frustrating to me is there was no consistency from the defensive play calling. The players came through in the clutch. Brian Asamoa, tremendous job getting that strip and fumble recovery. That Josh Metellus blocked punt was huge. I know it didn't necessarily mean anything because the game ended up tied then how about greg joseph we've been burying him all season for some of these plays and he kicks a 61 yarder to win it that was fantastic kirk cousins pocket presence was absolutely abysmal today he he had no sense of an internal clock he did not understand what was going on around him and when the pressure caved in on him he didn't try to escape he just kind of like okay come hit me and it, it was, it honestly, it was one of the worst games Cousins has played so far this season, and we got a win, which is not something we could have said in previous years. We're going to have a, a lot more, Dave. I want to hear from you before I end up going. We we're going to hear a lot more about this game on Monday when I have a chance to really dive into the numbers and dive into some of the little nuances because my my brain has just been going, 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 going because I got to leave for Christmas dinner in about ten minutes, but. <laughs> This was a game that was well worth the price of admission. And there is my wife celebrating in the background. Um, it was it was really good, Dave. Um, what were your uh, overall thoughts before I, I have to take off for the afternoon? Oh, it was crazy. Um, I'm glad we pulled it out. It was frustrating. I was chatting with Barry during the whole game. And uh, oh, it was good. It's driving us crazy. The defense drove me crazy at times. And then. Kirk was thrown off at times, and then there was, you know, just things didn't work perfectly like they've had before. And, but we pulled it out, and G Money coming in there at the end, electing to go for that long field goal. I thought that was brilliant. I should have thought the Vikings should have gone for two when they scored that last touchdown, but they didn't. And, uh, but it works. It's another comeback. Chalk up another win for your Minnesota Vikings. And oh, we will we're t- going to talk, Dave. We're going to talk about that uh, not going for two aspect. I was not happy. It if you go for two, guess what? It's a two score game with three minutes left. If you miss it, all they have to do is hit an extra point, which in yeah. today's day and age is not automatic. What you did was give them an opportunity to win with or tie it with one score, and I was very disappointed with that. Um, Kevin O'Connell's clock management was some of the worst I've seen in a while, both the end of the first half and, and at the end of the game there. They just did not do anything to try and give them a chance to win, and they still overcame that and figured it out. And I think that is going to be the key, Dave, overcoming their own mistakes. They're doing it consistently, and it happened again today. I was really impressed. Um, guys, Thank you very much for joining. Dave, thank you for letting me join for at least Mm -hmm. a couple minutes today. (laughs) I wish you all a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, or if you don't celebrate anything that, I hope your Sunday kicks ass. Hey, or Happy Festivus. Anyways, I want to wish you guys, your family, a Merry Christmas from me and mine, and uh, you have a great meal. I'm looking forward to getting some cookies here momentarily because Katie baked some fresh cookies. 
So, with that, we're going to wrap this up. Tyler and I will talk on Monday on the Real Forno show at our normal time, 6 p.m. Until then, everybody have a great holiday. Stay safe. Stay warm. Enjoy family, friends, and some good food and beverages. And know that you are loved by climbing the pocket. Yes, sir. What do we say? Skull Vikings, baby. Skull Vikings. Vikings win. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell. And rate us on your favorite aggregator. And a special shout-out goes to our partners, the Daily Norsemen, where the best Vikings content can be found. And to Lake Monster Brewing, home of the best beer in Minnesota. This has been a Climbing the Pocket and SB Nation's Daily Norseman broadcast. Skull, everybody. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.